0: Welcome to the SPE Podcast, powered by the Society of Petroleum Engineers. You're listening to the SPE Live Technical Director Series, challenges and questions to improve data analytics and machine learning applications in reservoir disciplines. The audio from this episode was previously recorded on February 1st, 2023. And now your moderator, Baron Dindurk. Welcome to this SP Live uh, Technical Director Series on challenges and questions to improve data analytics and machine learning applications in reservoir discipline. My name is Birald Doruk. I'm a professor of petroleum engineering at University of Houston, and 2017 to 2020 SP Data Science and Engineering Analytics Technical Director. Today's uh, SP live will last about 30 minutes. We encourage you to ask questions during the program. And I will shortly shortly introduce my uh, uh, guests over here, two SP directors. And the first one that I'm going to introduce here briefly is uh, Rodolfo Camacho. He is a professor at National University of Mexico. He worked with Pemex for 25 years and holds master's and doctorate degrees in petroleum Engineering from University of Tulsa and bachelor's degree in Geophysical Engineering from National University of Mexico. He is currently SP Reservoir Technical Director. So our second <clears throat> guest over here and Technical Director is Dr. Silvio Livesco. He has recently moved to University of Texas at Austin after being the Chief Scientist of Pressure Pumping Product Line at Baker Hughes with fundamental and applied research, technology deployment, and innovation experience related to subsurface engineering. He is also the 2020 to 2023 SPE Data Science and Engineering Analytics Technical Director. So we will start our uh, live series right away over here. Uh, I'm the moderator, so I'm going to ask a number of questions. Of course, we will have uh, an informal discussion board over here, plus we will add uh, some of the questions from the audience, etc. cetera. But we have a couple of them that we want to go ahead and start the discussion over here in a way to ignite the entire thing here. So uh, one of the questions that uh, we are asked quite a bit, this is an aggregate of it, actually, of our industry or SE as, as a whole, how can the DSEA machine learning or artificial intelligence, whatever the combination that you want to take these words, link all technical disciplines. That is reservoir. In fact, the specific case here is the reservoir, drilling, completions, production, etc. actually, together. And what are the implications of this integration? I will start uh, first with uh, uh, Rodolfo over here, and we'll go back and forth with uh, Dr. Libesco as the lecture. <coughs>
1: Well, uh, thank you for the introduction and um, I appreciate the opportunity to, to participate in this SP live again. Uh, well, in in the co- context of uh, energy transition, uh, uh, considering the capture and, and storage of CO2 as a, an obligation uh, for monitoring uh, safe storage, the reservoir uh, becomes a liability, and uh, but uh, if uh, the CO2 is used uh, for EOR purposes, uh, then the reservoir will continue being an asset. In the technical literature, uh, <clears throat> there is a uh, description of several processes that are present in the injection of CO2, like uh, dissolution, geomechanics, and, uh, and uh, rock fluid interactions but there is still uh, very little uh, addressing the applicability and uh, limitations of uh, current uh, models. Uh, There is uh, uh, a very good opportunity there is a room for data and uh, analytics and artificial intelligence applications to CCS and CCUS uh, to unlock the potential accelerate these projects of course uh, uh, for these applications uh, we need to uh, we need to have a data consistently available Uh, And for the case of uh, hydro uh, hydrogen storage in uh, hypermobility and porosity reservoirs depleted reservoirs uh, again the uh, we expect future data analytics and artificial intelligence applications in, in these projects. Uh, I will stop here with, uh, with this uh, response. Uh, okay, great, uh, great points,
0: Dr. Camacho. Um, so I, I see a couple of key points over here. You are seeing opportunities in terms of acceleration of the processes or what we are doing and also what we might be doing and what we are doing in the new areas. So from that point of view, it requires some type of an integration and that's the key point of this question as well. Uh, what what would you say ab- about this entire concept behind this question, uh, uh, Silvio?
2: Well, uh, thank you, Birol. So, first of all, hello, everyone. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be here with my friends and colleagues, Rodolfo and Birol, and, and I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk again um, once a year for SP Live as a technical director. Uh, this is, I think, my third or fourth uh, SP Live event. Um, so, um, so, a uh, great question. You know, um, I, I can answer it in, in several ways. First of all, let me say that the data science and engineering analytics, uh, analytics technical discipline has been created in, in SPE exactly to address that kind of integration and and at uh, collaboration between all the other technical disciplines, right? And and so, if you think about reservoir, um, it's our largest technical discipline uh, in SPE. Um, however, is related directly with to, to the other technical disciplines and, and and data science is it's exactly that that um, uh, that uh, technical discipline that it bridges the gap and and brings it together all all the technical all the other technical disciplines into the reservoir right um, when I was at Baker Hughes, I remember I uh, just, just before I left, I, I uh, traveled to North Sea, to the Middle East, and I talked with several operators at the time, and all of them actually was, uh, were telling me that um, in terms of technology development, they felt that they were not that interested anymore at that time, um, and everything they were talking about was cost reduction of everything they were doing, and so since then, uh, we have many case histories, we have many papers in SP, we have many operators talking about exactly that. Data science is integrating different technical disciplines as a way to reduce costs, right? And, and we are going to address that uh, in, in several ways today. Um, but I, I, I'll stop here and I'll uh, wait for more questions, beyond. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Again, great to see my two of my colleagues over here again. And um, I'm going to ask one of the key questions over here that is um, discussed in various ways. And it's going to start with the main challenges. What are the main challenges? We talk about data science, data analytics, engineering, and we want to apply. What are the really main challenges in application of data analytics and machine learning to several reservoir engineering problems. I'm asking specifically for reservoir engineering, but of course it's problem for every discipline in terms of that we are talking about that. What is the issue over here? I'll go backward over here. Now I'll start with Silvio with yourself.
2: All right, thank you, thank you, Birol. Um, this is a, a, another great question that, you know, has been uh, asked several times in the past. I remember at different SB conferences and, and you know, the answers are, are kind of similar. So there are many problems that we need to solve in a reservoir um, engineering and, and uh, uh, probably the most <clears throat> unsolved problem right now is wins that we can prove commercial you know um, co- uh, commercial um, uh, improvements because of our use uh, or understanding of data so the story actually we come beyond machine learning data science data analytics all all these great methods actually the stories that we come up with are very important for us as an industry for our management actually to understand the value of data we are bringing from the subsurface from our reservoirs. So for instance, um, and, and and I know uh, Rodolfo has a lot of ways, uh, to things to say about this, but within our technical disciplines, reservoir and data science, we have a work group that is looking into coming up with some kind of data sets, similar to the 10 SP comparative solution projects that were developed, you know, several, you know, um, 15 years ago or 20 years ago for the purpose of benchmarking all the reservoir simulators that were developed at the time. Pretty much all the operators had some kind of, you know, and vendors, services companies had some kind of, you know, initiatives to develop their own reservoir simulators. And so those 10 SP comparative solution projects were a way of our industry to benchmark the reservoir simulators and models we need something similar right now for data science, right? So we need data sets, we need companies to come together and share data, either real data or synthetic data in a way for us actually to know what is beyond all the algorithms, all the, you know, models we have for data science and machine learning. Uh, thank you. Rodolfo, please great, go Yeah,
0: ahead. great points actually. This will go back to Rodolfo
1: because we said reservoir engineering specifically. Let's hear from you. Yes, well, uh, thank you. There are many applications of data analytics and machine learning to several uh, reservoir engineering problems, but uh, <clears throat> there is a lack of common understanding and, and established guidelines for building robust and uh, sustainable solutions. And um, besides the the data issues that uh, Silvio just uh, mentioned, uh, <clears throat> we don't know which are the the appropriate uh, modeling methods for uh, specific problems. There is a shortage of uh, skills, and uh, proper balance between physical mo- uh, understanding and uh, data-driven methods is still a big question. Uh, um, the, also, the literature has been um, emphasized uh, that physics-based data-driven approaches are more appropriate um, purely machine learning strategies. We need to know the strengths and limitations of of each method. Uh, Those, uh, I I think, are the main challenges in the application of these tools uh, uh, to the reservoir discipline.
0: Great great points. What I take, uh, the takeaway points over here is that we want to accelerate the development and we want to go commercial, use and understand the data so that we can do something about it. And it fuses right away to what Rodolfo said over here: is that you need the content knowledge over here. So a machine is not going to do standalone. It sounds like that, and lack of understanding is an issue, and sharing and robustness. So they cycle back to the culture of uh, or, or current culture related to enabling environment. If I, I'm not, uh, if I'm capturing the. Uh, integrated uh, response from both of you so it will bring us the following question as a result actually what are the what what are what are the things that we do and we need to do in the context of energy transition actually now all this understanding and and being a different scale and a time scale when we bring the carbon dioxide into the picture uh, then we ask this question, is reservoir an asset or liability in the context of, you know, energy transition and how data and data science and machine learning can help us in terms of our obligations and surveillance actually. So how can we uh, address these questions and starting from today actually. And I'll start with Rudolfo. actually this time. I flipped the order again.
1: Well, uh, in order to, to address this, uh, this question that you posed, Virol, uh, 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 I think we need to uh, try to answer some questions uh, in the applications of um, uh, data analytics and artificial intelligence uh, in the reservoir model and performance prediction. Uh, first of all, depending on the type of model that we use, uh, different types of uh, and amounts of data are needed. Data driven mod- models like neural networks are not restricted to a certain um, type of, of data. But uh, how are we sure that we have uh, the representative, sufficient, and good quality data? That will be the first question. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Data-driven models do not rely on any a priori knowledge of the reservoir. Now, how can we sure uh, how can we be sure if uh, our understanding of the current uh, production process is sufficient to judge the quality of a history match, for example, with the data-driven models? Uh, a reservoir modeling approach is to capture the results. Of of full physics simulations with a lower dimensional representation uh, to make uh, optimization and uncertainty quantification of viable approaches the physics model must be replaced by a data-driven uh, surrogate model however how uh, uh, what will happen if the full physics uh, simulator to generate a surrogate uh, uh, results uh, uses some wrong assumptions and there is a misinterpretation of complexity, and this is very important for uh, the uh, related to the CO uh, CO two injection in uh, looking for a safe storage uh, of that CO two, uh, and uh, we even with a, a reservoir. Uh, 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 uh the can um, say the reservoir production we have a uh, reservoir behavior we have these questions and those will continue with the co2 uh, in, uh, injection uh, the uh, storage of this co2 is uh, has some uncertainties related to how how well we know the the physics of the of, of that system. And with that, I will stop. Um,
0: Thank you. Sounds great. It sounds like uh, we we are already doing it. Data quality is important. So if we do a good job today, I guess we'll be doing better job for the future, whatever the application might be. So I'll just uh, go go back to you, um, Silvio, and what are your points in this in, in, in the context of this question? Thank you, thank
2: you very much. So uh, great, great uh, comments, Rodolfo. Uh, what I would like to add is uh, uh, in, in addition to everything you said, I, I say that we need um, uh, small wins. So it's a really reservoir simulation, especially using machine learning, data science. It's a really, really complex problem. We can easily spend our lives doing fundamental research and coming up with you know, very complicated um, algorithms um, uh, for for predicting our reservoir performance, the problem is we don't know actually how far we are from reality, and and probably that has been a problem in our industry for a long time. And so, um, what we need to do is to um, to look for small wins, right? We we need to prove that actually our approaches are are right, are have potential for improving our our operations, our production, everything, our metrics. Um, and, and, and 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 I I don't believe that actually one company now can solve everything. We need to look at our culture and our our way of doing things. And and so it's important actually for us to open up and start collaborating, you know, with everybody who is interested in, in coming up with these small wins. Um, We are all in this together, and and I truly believe that we are not really competing uh, against each other, actually. Um, The operators really don't compete against each other. So why we don't open up and collaborate in terms of, you know, um, in, in, in our reservoir models using machine learning algorithms and data, sharing the data. That's probably the most important part that I want to stress today.
0: It goes back to great points, actually. It goes back to, again, square one, sharing data and liberation of data. Uh, this this goes into uh, both of you, what uh, you highlighted. Uh, we have a great segue question from the audience here. I'll ask that one, actually, by uh, Rosa Maria Mariscal. Uh, how can experts in reservoir discipline be involved in modeling and evaluation process to improve the accuracy and acceptance of data analytics and applications actually this is in a way it's it sounds like either or type of a question actually so what are your points actually i'll i'll i'll, I'll start with you uh sylvia first on this one um So
2: again, it goes to those small wins I was talking about. So um, I I do believe that actually a a very sharp focus on delivering results more than just continuing to come up with new algorithms with no practical applicability. Um, And and there are many papers like that, SP purpose recently, uh, you know, that propose all kinds of very complex workflows and new algorithms. And at the end of the day, actually, I think those are all great. But you know, um, a, a, an asset manager is asking, you know, how that is going to help me, you know, produce more oil, cheaper oil, um, and and things like that. And so, it's it, we need to focus on the value we are bringing with all these new approaches, right? And how is they are applicable to our reservoirs. And second, what I would like to uh, to, to comment on again, it's our culture. We need to open up and we need to collaborate with uh, the others because we just don't have time to spend another decade trying, you know, to come up with very incremental, uh, small increments in, in improving our production. We are, our industry is under stress to lower the cost and to to reduce our carbon emissions. And we cannot do that with the same you know, models we had in the past. I'm talking about culture, I'm talking about business models, and I'm talking about our our uh, training models as well.
0: Sounds like the old, old days of
1: re-engineering over here. So, Rodolfo, any points on this? Yes, I, I agree with the uh, points that uh, Silvio has exposed. And uh, I, 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 I just want to to stress from the reservoir side that we have many challenges that uh, we have to to really try to to solve uh, like, uh, if we think, which is the the flow equation that we are using? It, It was from the 19th century and the continuity equation, again from the beginning of the 19th century, Fourier equation. Fourier continuity equation for uh, the heat uh, uh, transport. Then is 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 uh, we need to really think. Uh, is really uh, a very interesting time that we are living. We have to try to solve. Uh, we know that the continuity equation, for example, it has to use uh, some. Uh, uh derivatives uh with a fractional approach that from physics we know that and uh for uh, unconventional reservoirs we also uh, uh, know that uh, the use of Darcy's law is uh, no longer applicable but uh knowing that and that is uh, what I was stressing in my previous intervention. That trying to uh, trying to emphasize that the physical understanding is, uh, is is we are still missing that. If we don't really understand uh, that, and trying to go into data analytics, artificial intelligence, machine learning, without taking uh, into account that is a uh, kind of a um, it, it's just uh, putting too much emphasis on the data, on the production data. The, I'm trying to, with that knowledge, trying to uh, qualify the forecasts that we're receiving from data-driven models, for example. That is uh, uh, is difficult. In fact, one of the good points of the physics-based data-driven models is that uh, it gives us the opportunity to to understand the physics that is behind these uh, results that data-driven models is uh, providing us. But uh, yes, we have to, to it's a really interesting time in the sense that we have to address those uh, reservoir challenges that, that, that we have, but at the same time trying to uh, uh, introduce these uh, technologies uh, of data-driven models and um, and try to get uh, uh, both of them in an harmony in our, uh, Don't try to just be confident and, and say well uh, uh, these uh, artificial intelligence tools is, uh, has been are using. Uh, in many applications uh, are used those uh, artificial intelligence uh, uh, tools but uh, we we need to be sure that uh, uh, we, we know the physics of these uh, reservoir problems. Mm-hmm. That will be my my, my comment.
0: Okay, great uh, so if in, in, in summary if I sum, summarize it, In a way, uh, if you only look at the production, you may miss what's happening in the reservoir and the physics space like flow and continuity equation. So basically, if I isolate that question, we go back in time to decline curve only. But if you don't understand what's happening in the ground, it's hard for us to react to what happens or what we could do, actually. I don't know. I summarized uh, in, in a couple of lines what you said, actually. And uh, now we have another question from the um, uh, this question comes quite a bit, actually, especially in, uh, in from students. Uh, the question uh, number two over here by Uzo Hue. Can you provide some opportunities in reservoir engineers or in engineering to upskill to be able to apply data analytics, artificial intelligence, machine learning workflows. So I'll uh, start with uh, Silvio with you, um, and we continue with Rudolf after that. So in terms of opportunities, I, I'm guessing that it's in the context of our society as well as probably company and the schools actually. So uh, I don't know what happened, uh, Silvio dropped out. So probably you can cover uh, we can change the order, Rodolfo, on this?
1: Well, uh, uh, I, I it's something that uh, there are many data analytics applications mm-hmm. in all reservoirs of disciplines, and uh, the, in the future, these applications will be even more frequent. Uh, uh, the purpose of exposing the challenges that I, I mentioned is to emphasize that there are areas of opportunity uh, uh, that must be addressed, and that some of them uh, <clears throat> have to to do with the teaching you know, of petroleum engineering uh, in, in the universities where uh, it is convenient for the students to be exposed to to these uh, applications. And uh, uh, what we need to consider is that in the petroleum engineering curriculum, many uh, disciplines such as geology, for example, have participated and now is the turn of data analytics, uh, machine learning uh, to be uh, to be part of the petroleum engineering curriculum.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, we—it sounds like uh, we start bottom up on this thing, but also we are in an era that uh, a lot of uh, webinars, v- various educational opportunities are freely available in uh, in the in the in the free media. Like uh, you know, you can freely access. In other words, like YouTube, to LinkedIn, to various places. And also, the SP has various webinars and opportunities and, and courses as well for those short courses in certain that are tagged to certain SP uh, events actually conferences etc. But of course, if there is a demand as a society, we also react to that demand as well. So um, I'm not sure uh, Dr. Levescu is going to be able to join or not. So we have uh, one minute uh, here. To wrap up, I, I I believe I will check with our um, organizers here as well. So, what would be the final um, notes that uh, you want to reach out to our audience over here, um, Rodolfo?
1: While we are waiting for Dr. Sil- Sil- Silvio. Leves. Well, uh, <clears throat> some of the of the challenges and questions that I have posed uh, uh, today. Uh, having expressed by some members of the reservoir advisory committee. And uh, what I want to let you know that is that uh, they don't have a simple solutions, but it is convenient to be aware of them, to have a better future applications of uh, of these uh, technologies. It's, uh, It's important to Uh, to know that uh, there are some issues like the data, the quality of the data, how representative is the data, uh, uh, the quality, if if that data is sufficient. And also the the assumptions that uh, are behind uh, in the reservoir models, uh, models that we are using, and also uh, behind the data-driven tools that uh, we are using, uh, is uh, is important to be aware of that. That will be my my message. Thank
0: yeah, Th- thank you very much. As an ex TD of the data analytics and uh, DS uh, DSCA, uh, I will do the wrapping in on behalf of uh, Silvio since he's not here. All I want to say is that we need expertise all options are on the table to solve our complex problems and it's not either or or question and we have a long way to go to uh, improve all the processes that we are doing and if we cannot integrate things physically we can integrate them in data science science a lot in data science a lot easier thank you very much thank you for all the listeners and and people who are watching us thank you SE Thank you, Rodolfo. Thank you, Silvio, and our organizers. Thanks for listening to the SPE Live podcast. For more content, visit the SPE Energy Stream, the industry's digital pulse at streaming.spe.org. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and review. Join us next
1: time on the SPE Live podcast.